How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On Bucks, your daily Milwaukee Bucks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Welcome to Locked on Bucks, brought to you by Mac Weldon. You can go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using our promo code L-O-B-U-C-K-S. And Mac Weldon, it's better than literally whatever you're wearing right now as you listen to this. It is better than that. So go over to Mac Weldon today and use our promo code L-O-B-U-C-K-S uh, for 20% off. So I'm Eric Name. With me, as always, is Frank Madden. Frank, how are you doing? I'm um, looking forward to All-Star Weekend, which um, I, I, I've looked forward to Rising Stars games. I've looked forward... <laughs> I, I always kind of look forward to the dunk contest. I'm a, Saturday, I, I'm a Saturday night fan. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know how ridiculous it is. I know that the dunk contest has, has maybe faltered over the years, but... I'm in on Saturday night. Skills competition, even whatever it was called, like the three-man game where it was like a WNBA player, a legend. Shooting stars. Shooting stars. Loved it. Yeah. I don't even know if they do it anymore, but I loved it, and I was so down with it. So it, all of the Saturday night activities, I'm here for. I, I don't know if I cared that much about the shooting stars, but I am generally uh, really excited at any chance to see NBA caliber talent shooting half court shots. I think yes. it's just like a really fun, random thing. Um, and, and, like that's uh, and, and I mean, I think that, you know, the bucks always have in their open scrimmage, they do the half court shots with fan, you know, for like fans or whatever, like, you know, uh, I think like in the middle or at the end or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's kind of an interesting thing. Cause it's, it's obviously not a skill that you see with any regularity unless, you know, you're doing the, like watching, Steph Curry do his like pregame warm up or something like that, but um, but it is pretty amazing to see you know how some of these guys can just shoot like you know regular <laughs> jump shots from you know forty five to fifty feet away from from a basket. Um, uh, quick, but, segue, uh, quick segue, quick yeah. segue. Uh, today Giannis was on the jump um, with Rachel Nichols, who is fantastic, and the jump. Is I a saw w- you tweeting. I didn't. I I missed it myself. I was I was working, but uh, so anyways, but it's it's a wonderful show. You should. Try to watch it. Throw it on the DVR. It's very easy. It's thirty minutes every day. Like, but for the All Star weekend, they're doing ninety minute shows. Uh, Jason Terry was one of the co-hosts or panelists, whatever you want to say today. Um, and there was some some funny anecdotes from those guys. But one was that uh, the Bucks, as a team, if you do something wrong, you you get fined. But the fines don't come from the coaches, the the staff. What it's Jet's fine system. So <laughs> so whatever Jet thinks you should have to pay for, well, okay, you, you're going to get a fine. So if you're not Jet said, if you're not paying attention in a huddle, if you screw up some, if you screw up a rotation that you should have known, if you can't remember a play, whatever it may be, Jet's going to fine you. He'll decide the number and that goes into the pot uh and 
Rachel asked, well, Giannis, what's what's the one thing that you got fined for that you thought was ridiculous? And he said, uh, well, two days actually, two days ago, Jet fined me for going to the All-Star game. Um, j- just because just I'm an All-Star, he, he said I, I was getting fined for it. Uh, so obviously that was funny and, and cool to hear. But they said that they put the money into the pot and then, I don't know what it is, once a week, twice twice a month, whatever they shoot half quarters for the pot and whatever player hits it gets the pot at the time. Uh, and that made me think of when you were talking about the half court and that made me think of that anecdote. So they shoot half quarters to get the pot. And yeah, that made me, made me think of that. And if there are clips online, I'm sure ESPN has done a nice job grabbing clips of Giannis and Jet on there. Uh, it was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it. Obviously, Jet is uh, the loquacious type and does a nice job on his Sirius XM radio show. And obviously, on the jump, he was quite a bit of fun, too. So, didn't mean to take us in a totally different direction, but I would suggest if you can find those clips, watch them because uh, Giannis clips are fun and so are Jason Terry clips. Yeah, and I'm, they didn't say who, who tends to win the, the half court shot. They did, not, they did not give us any hint to uh, who normally wins that one. No. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know the week All Star Weekend. I the probably the one I remember most was from my freshman year of college. The basement of my dorm, uh, because we didn't have uh, cable TV in our dorm rooms, um, and so we I had to go into like the little common room area in the basement, and mm-hmm. I watched the Vince Carter dunk contest. Oh my Just gosh. like randomly by myself on a Saturday night because I just really wanted to watch it. And that that for some reason that's like the one I always like, kind of remember being like where I was when it happened, um, and and all the and I don't know I mean I've watched a number you know lots of dunk contests since then but that's the one I I always remember and uh, yeah it's it's kind of crazy though because as Bucks fans, I mean since two thousand four we haven't had anybody to root for in in the actual game itself so it's always been you know okay which Bucks rookie or second year player is in the Rising Stars game. <laughs> um, you know, Chris Middleton theoretically showed up and didn't make many shots in the three-point shootout last year. Um, and also, I, I'm I'm heard he I've heard he's still very pissed off about that. Yeah, like that he's, was disappointing. He's he's legitimately angry that he didn't show up better for the three-point contest. If you're curious, what kind of guy Chris Middleton is? <laughs> and I thought I thought he could potentially do well given that he's kind of a standstill jump shooter. You know, like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would tire a lot. Um, but I, I don't know. Like you always think of guys who like, you know, get a lot of elevation, like, like a guy with like a Ray Allen type who I think has won it. But I always think of Ray Allen and that kind of jump shot is like, you know, man, you get tired because of yeah. the elevation he gets. But I mean, whatever, he's Ray Allen. He, he's <laughs> one of the best shooters ever for a reason. But he does um, insane yeah. drills where he lays down in the middle of the yeah. and then sprints out to the corner. Like he, he's a lunatic. Yeah. yeah, he's a weirdo. Um, Still happy they got Jet over over Ray Allen. By the way, uh, you think you think Ray Allen's ever jumping up on a scorer's table, getting the crowd into it? No, screw no, that. No, he's not. Ray Allen's just like all business. He doesn't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy to be looking forward to the game itself to see a Bucks player. I mean, I can I can remember when Glenn Robinson and Ray Allen were in it together back in the early two thousands. But um, I'm I'm super pumped because not only is Giannis you know in the game, but he's starting. And I don't know. I, I feel like this this type of setting is one that obviously um, <laughs> could lend itself very well to uh, to a guy like Giannis <laughs> showing out and 
Um, you know, again, he's, there's there's you know there's kind of pecking orders to these games, um, but uh, but we'll see. I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited to watch it. Uh, and I, I get I get it doesn't mean anything. And you know, you're mainly just hoping he doesn't get hurt. But um, I'm excited for Giannis. It's so well deserved, and uh, it's it's just great to see uh, a guy like him. Uh, at such a young age, get uh, you know a chance to represent Milwaukee uh, the way he has, and the way that you know I'm sure he will this weekend. We we saw the, I think the picture uh, uh, our, our friend of the podcast Andy Gorzalski posted something on on Facebook that I saw. Uh, I think it was from Instagram of of like a bus with like Giannis and Russell Westbrook yeah. and Isaiah Thomas on it, and it was just like whoa, damn, like yeah, Giannis is. Yeah, this is legit, man. So I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 really excited for it. As long as he gets some dunks, you know, shows out and stays healthy and has fun, I'm I'm excited for him. And and hey, we're we're also you know the upside of this three game winning streak. He gets to go in on a high note. He gets to feel like you know things are trending in the right direction. So that's a positive thing. Yeah, I'd agree. It it's legit. It's also awesome that he's starting. And you should start wearing Mac Weldon. Because it's better than whatever you're wearing right now. Uh, Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. And it's super easy. You just go to the website and take a look at all of the cool uh, designs that they have for socks. I know there's a million different colors of socks. There's a million uh, different colors of boxers, shirts, sweatshirts, everything. Uh, And it's the most comfortable stuff you're ever going to wear. Socks, uh, I have some on right now. They are wonderful. And Frank and I always talk about our hooded sweatshirts. They are wonderful as well. And yeah, it's just super comfortable. And it's, it's as good as it gets. And like Frank said, this this weekend maybe will be as good as it gets. Getting to watch a Bucks player start in the All Star game for the first time uh, since 2004, or no, to be in an All Star game for the first time since 2004. First time to start since 1986, I believe it was Sidney Moncrief. Um, so it's been a while. It's going to be crazy, um, and yeah, it's it's just going to be awesome. And that's the same thing with Mac Weldon. So go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using our promo code L O B U C K S. That's L-O Bucks for Lockdown Bucks and get 20% off all this just wonderful clothes that you can wear and it's super comfortable. And I'm super comfortable saying, Frank, that I am quite excited about the All-Star game and I'm also quite comfortable saying that Giannis is going to have a good showing in this game because, one, there's not a lot of defense played. It's all about fast breaks. It's all about transition. And you know who's pretty awesome in transition? Giannis Adetokounmpo, he's real good at it. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to watch that, um, and kind of a, at the same time too, just just the experience getting to. Uh, I know it, it's always funny when you ask Giannis stuff like, "Oh, how much is it going to mean to see these guys in the locker room?" And I know on the jump, Rachel Nichols like, "Oh, are you going to be nervous to be in the locker room with all these guys for the first time?" And Giannis is always just like, "No." Like, no, not at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he doesn't feel like he doesn't feel pressure. He feels like he belongs with these guys. And I know every every season, every big game, every time there's a moment, I ask Giannis, "Did this feel like a moment? Did did you feel something here?" And it's always just like, "No, like, I'm just playing basketball. I'm, I'm good at it. Like <laughs> that that's just how it is." And uh, 
as much as he downplays it, I do think obviously that's going to be a good learning experience and a good experience to be around all those guys. Um, and obviously it's not going to be the most intense competition. Obviously we've all seen an all-star game before, but uh, it's going to be good for him. It's just a, it's just a good opportunity for him to talk shop with those guys a little bit, um, get to just hang around those guys, see some of their habits and maybe pick up a trick or two. And that's, that's exciting. That, that is a good thing, uh, to have a guy at 22 years old to start an all-star game. And I mean, heck, even just to be in an all-star game at 22 is an accomplishment, let alone starting one. So yeah, I'm just as excited and it's going to be a fun, it's going to be fun to watch the All-Star game, and I don't know that I necessarily say that. The only thing I'm concerned about is Giannis possibly trying a little bit too hard defensively. Like, I could see him, like... You know, Chase down block on somebody, yeah. You know, you can't you can't switch that off. Uh, I, I, I'm a little bit worried about that. Uh, so hopefully it's not too bad, but I would not be shocked if, if there was just a moment where where he, he went a little too hard. Who Who from the Western Conference would you most like to see... Giannis get a chase down block on I had one guy jump to mind immediately but I haven't I, I think I need to check the roster again just to make sure I there's nobody that I'd rather see over this guy but is there anybody Ooh, that I you would pick out and say I want to see this guy just get embarrassed by Giannis or dunk, dunk, who do you want to see Giannis dunk on what you know either way I have two one I, I I'm not sure there's a moment of basketball I've loved more in the last year to five years or ten years to my life than LeBron blocking that Steph Curry shot and then looking over his shoulder as though Steph Curry is like an eighth grader. Like that <laughs> moment, like just the look of disdain on LeBron's face is so perfect to me. So seeing him throw one of Steph Curry's like finger rolls or something like 10 rows deep, oh, I, I would I would really enjoy that. Um, and, and But that one's not as impressive because Steph Curry isn't super athletic. And, you know, he's, he's kind of small, and it'd probably be a finger roll or something. Westbrook. If he if he gets Westbrook, um, oh, my God. <laughs> if Westbrook tries to tomahawk one and he chased, chases it down, yeah, I'd, I'd be in for that. What do you got? Draymond Green. Ooh, yeah. I want, yeah. I, I want yeah. to see. I want to see Draymond uh, <laughs> get get his comeuppance uh, in the All Star game, and I'm sure he'll just talk more and more smack, regardless. And <laughs> when the Bucks get it handed to them by the Warriors uh, in in uh, Oakland later this year, I'm sure Draymond would would let Giannis hear about it. But uh, but yeah, I think that would be fun. I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Draymond Green. Um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, it would be cool. The thing is. Um, it would be cool to dunk on like a guy like Durant because you know it's sort of like the symbolic passing of the torch. Not that Durant is any going to be going away anytime soon, but um, but you know sort of that generational thing, uh, Giannis and, and Durant. And yeah, I think people probably heard and, and hopefully you had a chance to listen to Durant's interview with Bill Simmons. It's like at the thirty-six minute mark of the podcast he did, like maybe in the last week. Yep. Um, and he talked at length about Giannis and and you know uh, you know when he hear, heard that Giannis looked up to him when he first came in the league and you know he had just a lot of really nice things to say about you know the way Giannis has developed and how impressed he is by him and you know just sort of like in awe of what Giannis can do physically so um so that was cool um other than that I don't know packing boogie would be kind of fun too just because boogie <laughs> is such a you know yeah just sourpuss um but, okay uh, but yeah, I got, maybe one of those guys let's flip the question 
who are you most excited or would you love to see Giannis catch an alley-oop or ridiculous pass from on the eastern side you know the only guy I really thought of was was LeBron you know I mean it'd be cool to have kind of LeBron and and Giannis sort of team up to do something fun um and and I only say that just because obviously LeBron is uh, in terms of guys who do everything right lebron is is the guy in you know i think in in terms of certainly recent nba history that he's you know but the sort of point forward you know pass score play defense rebound make plays defensively lebron has has been kind of the gold standard um obviously you can you can say Kawhi defensively is is kind of becoming that guy durant is doing a lot of that this year as well but lebron is is kind of the gold standard especially when you factor in the passing you know Kawhi is not a passer durant you know is not not a lebron level passer so i think it'd be fun to do it with with lebron um you know and and the symbolism of Giannis sort of uh yeah. ascending to a, a level you know maybe not the equal of LeBron, certainly not in the grand scheme of the league, but certainly statistically, um, you know, you look at sort of the big, big picture efficiency numbers. Giannis is is absolutely right there with LeBron this year. LeBron was one I definitely thought of um, pre-injury. An outlet alley oop from K Love would have been spectacular. <laughs> um, if that's, I don't, I don't even know the mechanics behind how that could occur, but if that could have occurred, that would that would have been a good one. Um, John Wall, that's my guy. That's that's the one. I I, would, I assume it would probably instead of an alley oop be some ridiculous over his head or between the legs pass that Giannis then like windmills. But um, I think I think John Wall's the one I want to see, uh, just because he's a force and I enjoy watching him pass the ball. And he's been feeling himself uh, quite a bit in the last month or so. So hopefully he can bring a little of that to the All Star game and. I uh, get to see Giannis do something cool. Um, I, I really, I really want to see. I think of all the, if Giannis gets his first breakaway, what kind of dunk do you want to see? I mean, he's he's broken out a number of different types of highlight reel dunks. Which of his highlight reel dunks would you like to see him break out on his first breakaway in the All Star game? Um, I kind of like that two handed windmill that he keeps in front of him, not like the the rocket baby like reverse one but he'll do the little like two two hand windmill in front of him i, I kind of like that one because the degree of difficulty is up there and hopefully he like just like sticks in the air like a frog and there's there's normally cool <laughs> there's a cool still photo to be had um and there's plenty of photographers on the baseline uh so so that would be my vote what do you got you know i gotta say there's something about the Giannis one hand windmill and the ferocity that the way he can just mm. cock that thing and just hammer it because um, because it, 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 it sort of takes takes advantage of his length yeah. in a way that just looks so goddamn cool and the first <laughs> time the first one that really kind of stuck out stuck out to me I, I always remember it was against the the trailblazers and i yep. think it was in his second year because yep. i think it was the old jerseys and I think Middleton like tapped it up in front of him and he came back and he just kind of casually just, you know, cocked it and brought it down from his, you know, brought it up from his waist and just, God, that was a pretty dunk. And he's done <laughs> it a few other times. I mean, he did it. I think he, I have my, as my, uh, on my non-work laptop, I have, um, there's a really great picture of him. I think it was a, like a windmill that he did in Chicago the last time they beat the Bulls mm. there. Um, he had just a really impressive um, hammer with uh with the windmill so anyway also right, i feel like he, nope, i feel like nope, we're getting nope, nope. Oh, okay. i got one more uh 
he was on the jump today and he was on the jump sitting next to trace mcgrady i would like a a, a t-mac a t-mac alley-oop you you know what i'm talking oh, yeah. about down yeah. the lane he basically the did one stuff. the other day he, he did, did one, like, no he did like one a couple weeks ago yeah he, he did so i i would like a little more style a little bit more uh a little bit more flair and that's what i want to see um let's take a look at the rest of all-star weekend um i was gonna say today i had some people tweet me and ask oh thon i don't know who posted an instagram but someone posted an instagram with thon malcolm and Giannis, i believe all together and they were asking oh is thon taking Embiid's spot in the rising stars game or something like that but uh thon is there for the basketball without borders camp he attended it twice as a player um he was talking about it earlier this week he 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 did it twice as a player once in the dominican republic and then last year um in toronto for the all-star game and now he'll get to go back and do it as a coach um and it sounded like he was genuinely quite excited about that because obviously as someone who was there as a player he can he can kind of attest to what it might mean to some of the players that are invited to that so he sounded very excited about that. I believe that was going on today, and if not today, it's tomorrow during the day. Uh, Friday night, uh, Mark Lazary will be in the, uh, I don't even know what they call it now, the celebrity game? Is that, I don't, I don't yeah, know if that's, the, like that. if that's the correct phraseology. Um, I'm try- I was trying to find the tweet that I tweeted out his stats from the game last year, but I think he, he was pretty... He did well last right? game, Right, like yeah. it was like eight points and... Maybe a couple assists. Like he, he, he showed out. Buckets, Lazary getting just getting <laughs> out there. I, I think I don't think he played much early on, and then he I think he scored most of his points in the second half. Um, but uh, I, you know, the, the All Star game, the, the celebrity game. I, I'm just always amazed at some of the people that get picked for this, and you know, it's like both of the property brothers were in it last year and they were like some of the more justified picks and i was just like dude the property bros like what come on <laughs> these guys these guys are freaking annoying they got no personality sorry my wife sometimes dvr it's the property brothers on whatever <laughs> i was trying to figure that, out why you had such strong feelings on it you know they just they're just so like it's like okay they're twin brothers and they can fake that they're into this whatever stuff, but they they have no personality whatsoever. I, I it just annoys me that they have a TV show because they just have no personalities. They're just phonies and not in the Michael Jordan is a phony Seinfeld type way. Um, does um, Kevin Kevin Hart does he have a movie to promote? Will he oh be a part of this? God, I pray Kevin that Kevin Hart's isn't. the worst. I pray. I think that last isn't. yeah, I think last year he was like coaching and then he came back in. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, good God. Why? I don't want it to become a Kevin Hart vehicle. I'm not. Yeah. Okay with that, that. That, that's the worst part about being an NBA fan is that the NBA either does or just thinks that their demographic is like highly overlapping with Kevin Hart fan, just Kevin Hart fans, for some um, Kevin Hart content. which is just like, Oh God, how did this happen that we became the league of Kevin Hart? But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't even recognize most of the people. And the thing that was stupid was, man, I, I am, I'm a longtime basketball Jones starters fan. And, um, I, I was shocked that they couldn't get one of them in last year when it was in Toronto and yeah, they're all you know hurts. a few of them are, are from Toronto well well Tass and, and Skeets are, are Canadian and you know so I, I figured like come on get one of them into this game I, I mean, mean some it's your own property like yeah. NBA TV is your own property like you can do that seriously it's so bad okay um, uh, Rising Stars um, Malcolm Brogdon will be playing in that one. Um, what are you expecting in that one? Because I don't know how well Brogdon's game plays there. Uh, cause, <laughs> well, he'll have he'll have some sneaky dunks. Because 
I, Brogdon always gets some sneaky dunks. He will, but I don't know how sneaky a sneaky dunk is in a game where guys aren't playing defense. Then it's just That's like, oh, you didn't do something cool, right? I don't know. Yeah. So so maybe he has some cool alley-oops. Maybe he does something cool, scores a bunch of points. Um, but, yeah, it, again, that's that's still a very good thing. We we talk all the time about how Jabari kind of exploded after that and how Jabari said that, or, you know, that that was kind of a thing, uh, going there and seeing other guys and seeing how much he belonged and uh, how, how talented he was. So maybe uh, not that Malcolm needs a ton of help because – with Embiid's injury, maybe he's even taking a step further up the rookie of the year ladder. Um, so I, he doesn't necessarily need that confidence booster, um, but it, it should still be good for him. And it's again always good to see a, a Bucks player in something like that. Here, here's a question: I could have sworn earlier in the year that I saw someone say that the rookie, because I, I know for statistical purposes to like qualify on the leaderboards, like statistical leaderboards. You have to play 58 games. Mm-hmm. And I thought somebody suggested that even to win an award, you have to play a minimum of 58 games, which obviously like, normally, would be interesting. N- normally like this would never really be, even be a factor because like nobody would be considered for, you know, an MVP award, defensive player of the year award, whatever, if you play 58 games, right? They're just yeah. too many good players. But for rookie of the year, especially this year where there really are, there's nobody who's like really a traditional strong candidate. Um, it would be really interesting if, and again, someone go figure this out. I, I once looked it up and tried to find some evidence that this was like written down somewhere and I, I didn't see anything, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, and I'm sure, you know, again, uh, normally it's not really a, not really a factor. Um, but it would be interesting cause I think Embiid is over 20 games missed at this point. And, you know, I don't know when he's going to come back. So it's kind of an interesting question, you know, looking at the landscape this year, it, it, let's say there's no there's no minimum. If you're a vo- if you had a vote, Eric, how many games? What's the what's the like break even at which point you'd say, okay, Joel, you're amazing, you're going to be a future all star. I, I can't vote for you for all for rookie of the year because you just haven't been on the court enough. Fifty, I think fifty. Yeah. He, he's got to play. He's got to play fifty for me to. And I mean him. Not, like there's a chance that he doesn't play fifty. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's he's only a, he's only played thirty one games, I think, at this point. So he'd have to play. I think he'd have to play like two thirds of his remaining games. Correct. And I mean, there's not like they don't. I mean, he has a partially torn meniscus and a knee contusion, and you know he doesn't play back to backs anyway. So I have no idea. I mean, if if Joel Embiid didn't play the rest of the season, would that actually surprise anybody? I don't. No. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it would surprise me. I mean, he's yeah, especially especially with how well he's played. Like my God. Like I mean, it's amazing they even let him come back and play at all that one game, um, and then yeah. he's been held out ever since. He and he, I think he scored thirty-two points, right? So <laughs> he clearly played through it, but then it seemed to swell up again on him. So who knows that that draft class, man? Joel and um, and, and Jabari. Bitten. Oh my God, that's tough. It's brutal. Um, yeah, I think fifty would be my number. So uh, all right, that's Malcolm. Uh, I don't think Bucks have anyone in skills skills or three-point contest or dunk contest i don't know if any of them are tangentially um related to anyone doing it i don't know if there would be like an alley-oop that one of them could throw for someone um like Derek. let's see like Derek jones is a unlv guy i don't know if there's any overlap with rashad like uh, i i don't think i don't think there's any way the bucks sneak into any you, of you the, think you think you would pick rashad vaughn of all people to throw him an alley-oop i'm i'm guessing not but uh I think 
we both saw that dime to Monroe the, last night. So I, I don't think we should be saying stuff like that anymore, Frank. Um, all right. So that's all-star weekend type of stuff. Um, anything else you can think about all-star weekend? No, but it's just, I got to say, it's just weird that all of a sudden I'm looking forward to Sunday and, and it's crazy. I don't even, I don't it even... screws up my whole weekend plan. Like normally, yeah. you know, you, you worry about Friday and Saturday and what you're going to do that. Now I have to figure out, okay, Sunday in the evening, I got to make sure I'm free and then we'll have to, record lockdown like after we can't record sunday during the, it, yeah, it's really it's throwing everything out of whack for me but i'm very happy about that yeah and my my uh, parents are, are visiting town this weekend um so so i don't know but the thing is my parents are big nba fans my wife's a huge nba fan so i don't know we may just be i mean i know sunday we'd all want to watch the game assuming they're I think they're still going to be in town Sunday night, so um, so I'm looking forward to uh, watching watching some basketball with with my dad and, and mom and, and wife, uh, which which is cool. That you know, hey, I'm very thankful that lucky, I have man. a whole I have a whole, a whole family day. of uh, of of people who who loved the Bucks. Even my wife uh, the other night was watching the Bucks game over the Rockets because her Rockets were getting killed by I forget who somebody bad uh, or the Heat who aren't bad but should be bad. Um, <laughs> But uh, but anyway, yeah, it should be should be a really fun weekend, and then um, we've got uh, I guess a week to think about trade deadline. I was just gonna say trades, trades, trades. That's what that's yeah. what next week's gonna be all about. Uh, we're we're gonna be sifting we're gonna through be, the rumors. Yeah, we're gonna be. I'm I'm gonna throw on my my old uh uh you know blog editor SEO optimization hat and just write NBA trade rumors 2017. <laughs> NBA trade deadline 2017 rumors just gotta just gotta pound those keywords but um but yeah I don't know um I'm I mean we've talked about trades mostly in the context of not expecting trades for most of the season and obviously then we got one trade with the Plumley trade um and then we've talked about like I don't know maybe after the Jabari move maybe can you sell anybody off is there anybody even worth selling um I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of like norm, normally trade deadlines sort of gets me a little excited, gets me doing trade checker, has me checking other <laughs> rosters. Um, but this year around, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I, I don't know. I'm not feeling the, uh, the Bucks are just in a strange spot. There's, yeah. uh, I mean, even even before Parker's injury, I think they were in a strange spot. And having that as, as far as trades go, I think that kind of just clouds the whole situation um and really i wouldn't be surprised if they go any number of directions like if they start they sell off some parts i could see that um i think you could logically argue for them to do that and uh then all of a sudden you have lottery optimization i, I keep screwing up the name whatever your name is for it um you it ha- changes it changes every time <laughs> i say it so. okay so you we you could have that you could have them stand pat you could have them um i don't even know like maybe you could package someone together and try to make a, a bit of a playoff push because the east is a mess i wouldn't suggest that but that could happen i don't know there there's a bunch of different directions i don't know how likely activity is but it'll give us a bunch to discuss next week so uh that's what we'll do enjoy all-star weekend try to have as much fun as possible 
enjoy all of the tweets and all of the stories and all of the anecdotes and all of the interviews and all of those things that you're going to get from having Bucks players in the national spotlight. Like that is, it's an exciting thing and it's cool to see um, kind of other other outlets talk about your guys, and, and that's what's going to happen with Brogdon and with Giannis and uh, with Mark Lazar and with Thon Maker and with all these guys. So um, it's, a, it's an exciting weekend. Enjoy it. I know we will, and we'll be back right after the All-Star game on Sunday night to discuss this, and we'll have a podcast for you on Monday. Uh, for Frank Madden, this has been Eric Name. Have a great weekend. Go Giannis. Go Malcolm. Go Mark. Where Mac Weldon? Where Mac Weldon? Uh, and again, you can use our promo code of L O B U C K S. Again, that's L O Bucks. It kind of sounds like I'm English. L O. L O. L O Bucks. Uh, and you can get twenty percent off uh, your purchase at Mac Weldon. So go to Mac Weldon and get that twenty percent off. This has been Lockdown Bucks. We'll talk to you on Monday.